Hi guys, welcome to the Garden Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Saccaroli. And so this episode is a little different this time around. Um, you know, if you're listening to this right now, um, we are all, you know, stuck in quarantine. Um, at least all of us who live in New York or Western New York. And um, maybe depending on where you are as well, you might be stuck at home too. Um, we are in the middle of the coronavirus right now. And um, it's a really interesting season, a really unexpected season. But I know for myself, you know, God, you know, he is just faithful over these days, obviously, because he never changes and he's faithful over all the time that we have and all the days that he gives us. But I know for me, um, I've just been really pressing into what God wants me to do with the extra time that he's given me. And, um, you know, I want to encourage you to do that as well. If you haven't already, you know, I know a lot of our churches and a lot of people we follow on social media, um, a lot of us are telling us to make this time count and to really press into what God might want us to do in this season. You know, maybe for you, it's connecting with your family more. Um, Maybe it's, you know, just resting more. Maybe it's focusing on a project that you're working on, like myself. Um, Or maybe for you, maybe this is a hard season. Maybe you are in the healthcare field and you are working around the clock and God is stretching you in this season. Um, No matter where you at, no matter where you're at, though, in this season, um, we can trust that God is doing something in our heart. And um, just because that's who he is. He's always working. He's always moving in our hearts when we are focused on him and when we allow him to work and move. So I just want to encourage you with that really quick. And um, going back to this episode, this episode is actually a recording of me and my husband Vinny. And we took the time to share our story with you guys. And um, our story, it's a little different to say the least. But you know, when we sit down as we share these details, you know, these details really just speak of the sovereignty of God and his providence. And just when we seek him and when we surrender our lives to him, he is so faithful to direct our every single step. And even if, you know, I don't know where you guys are at right now in terms of your relationships, but this isn't even necessarily a podcast about marriage. But as you listen to our story and you hear the details of how God worked in our lives, I just want to encourage you to take the principles of just God's faithfulness and his sovereignty. And when we trust in him with our whole heart, he will direct our steps. Take these principles and apply it to your life, whether you are in marriage or relationships or maybe with your career or, you know, the plans that you that you are um praying to God for for your life. No matter where you're at in life, we hope and pray that this uh, podcast, that this story that we have to share with you will encourage you just of the faithfulness of God and how he's such a big God and he sees you, he knows you, he loves you, and he's so intentional with our lives when we commit to following him. So I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. So here is um, the podcast with my husband, Vinny, and myself. Hey, honey. Hi. Hi. How's it going? I'm doing good. <laughs> good. So we are recording a podcast, um, our first one together, and we actually talked about doing this for a few weeks now. Um, I think the idea came to both of us, you know, a little bit ago. But we are in the midst of quarantine right now because of coronavirus. So with all the time that's been given to us, now is a perfect time to record more podcasts and have more conversations. And um, I guess we hope that our conversation, you know, I mean, this isn't going to be the only one that we're doing, but we hope that, you know, we give a little hope, encouragement, um, even just some laughs for you because Vinny's a really silly human being. So, <laughs> so I'm sure he'll say something that's like really funny during this time. 
Um, but how's it going, hun? You want to say something? No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. How's, good. How's everyone doing? Oh, they can't talk back to I you. I know. So, I think it's really awkward for him to, like, I think he needs some, like, people talking back to him. I do. I'm the only one who's talking back to him, so <laughs> that's so funny. But we're not talking, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to You're people talking that are, hello! To my phone, yeah. Yep. It's okay. <laughs> Okay. I will manage. <laughs> yeah. So what we wanted to do for this episode is we actually just wanted to be really candid and just have us be an organic conversation and actually share our story. Um, because if y'all know about our story, you know, it's actually very different, um, very unique to say the say. I mean, every story is really say unique. Yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> to say the least. Shut up. <laughs> Um, now he's here to correct me when I misspeak. Um, but it's I like, do it love. yeah, I love you so much. Um, so like our story is just kind of different and obviously everybody's story is unique. Um, but ours is just different in a way of, it's not like your typical dating story. And, you know, maybe if you're closer to us, you probably heard the story. And obviously if you don't know us personally, then this is hopefully going to be a treat for you. So, uh, where do we begin? Well, I don't even know. <laughs> so full disclosure here, we um, we didn't actually like fully plan this. Yeah. So uh, I will do my best to stay on track. <laughs> if anyone knows me, getting off track is my thing. <laughs> He's a pro at it. Um, but when I'm doing a talk, not usually because usually I'm prepared. So, right. but uh, anyways, where do we start? Where I think how we start. How how we start we met? No, well, should we start from the beginning, like how you were born, like in the hospital? I was, I can't remember those details. Come on now. You want me to call my parents and ask no. them? Yeah. <laughs> let's actually, yeah, let's do, let's do like a phone your friend and like call our parents. Like, can you tell us about the birth? Maybe that's really going to help us understand why we're together. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's start with when we met. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> do you want to share how we met? <laughs> she, she literally doesn't know how to respond right now. Cause I'm, I'm just trying to stay on track. Three minutes in, we're already getting off track. <laughs> I say right now you guys are laughing, so we're doing pretty good. I can hear the laughter. Um, it's my laugh. It's in my head. Um, <laughs> it's concerning. Yeah. So, okay. How we met. Here's the deal. Um, there was a going away party for a man, for a friend. His name is George. <laughs> for a man. For a man. Not a horse and a dog. For a man. Yep. Um, and then, that's actually really relative because we go to a lot of going away parties for dogs. Um, so, so we were going to go away party for a friend. His name was Jordan Stewart. And, uh, well, I don't even know if Melissa knew him, right? You were going. As, I was tagging along with a friend. Yeah. Who is related to him, I believe, right? His cousin, something. Okay. So I knew Jordan though. Um, I worked really late at the time to like two in the morning ish, maybe even four. I don't remember. But anyways, I was able to get out of work. And they were on Midnight Bowling. And I went there. And you guys were like, just like, peace out. We're leaving. And I was like, oh, I made it just in time. Yay. But we all went to uh, Tim Hortons. And that's where we first really got to talk. Yeah. And then after that, we would see each other um, through Vintage. Shout out to Vintage people. Uh, We'd see each other there every Tuesday. And kind of just cross paths and got to know each other more and more. Um, Just uh, for people who don't know what Vintage is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's um, if you're from our area, you might. But uh, vintage is a young adult um, ministry that we were connected with, so we our our relationship was facilitated through that. Yeah, and this was in 2011, so this was a while ago. 
we've been friends for or know each other for a little bit now. So that was so that's been 2011. Wow. 2011, yeah. So hey, I might even be older than that actually. Um, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, so what details should we share after that? Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, not planned. Okay, so here's the deal. <laughs> I saw Melissa and I was like, this girl is adorable. She's cute. Like physically, she's cute. She's beautiful. Um, she's adorable in terms of like bubbly personality, type of person she is. Um, and I am a sucker for cuties. Um, <laughs> and that is just what it is. Still today, she makes fun of me whenever we're watching anything. There could be animals. I love it. It could be like a cute girl on the show. It doesn't matter. She'll make fun of me because... I'm a sucker for cuties. Um, and, and I don't mean that in like a, a romantic kind of way. I just, you know, it's just weird. But anyway, um, <laughs> anyone who knows me gets it. Um, she gets it. She's my wife. She's here listening to me. So no judgments. Um, so anyways, <clears throat> I, uh, I'm sitting here and I just met this adorable girl and I had a thing for her. And I wanted to get to know her. So I'd bump into her at Vintage and that was perfect. And she'd come say hi to me. So I was like, score. She's saying hi to me. That's got to be something. Um, but it meant nothing because she'll tell you she was not interested at all. Um, <laughs> but I was all like, this is cool. And I was like, hey, we should get together and hang out. Now, see, for me, um, I have lots of friends that were girls. And we'd hang out all the time. Totally like as friends. So it was really normal for me to like hang out with girls. Um, even ones that I wasn't interested in or ones that weren't interested in me. So for me, I was like, hey, we should get together and hang out. Um, you know, I wasn't trying to make it like a date or anything at that point. I was just trying to like get to know the girl. But she, on the other hand. Yeah. So, yeah, I really liked Vinny as a friend and as a person. But I was really into somebody else. Um, so that obviously girls like when you have your heart set on somebody else, um, any other guy that tries to get in the way of that, even if they don't know you're just not interested and you just kind of like fight those people off. Um, so yeah, so I was liking somebody else and that's like a really long story in itself too. Um, but yeah, so that's why I wasn't interested in Vinny and just had my house in my own little world with my own infatuation, I guess you can say. But also you were the opposite of me, right? I hung out with lots of girls, oh, lots yeah. of friends that were girls. I didn't hang out with a lot of guys at all. Um, I was always kind of like, I guess, like, shy and awkward anyways. Um, so, and I guess early on, too, like, because this is, like, early on in my faith. Like, I got really serious with my walk with God um, just a few months prior in 2010. Um, it was October 2010 was when I really, like, got serious with my faith, you know, really surrendered everything to Jesus. And shortly after that, God put on my heart to, like, not hang out with guys one-on-one. -on -one. Um, but, of course, like, you know, I probably made the exception for the guy I did like. <laughs> but overall, like, I really kind of just didn't hang out with guys one-on-one -on -one a lot and just kind of guarded my heart and protected myself in that way. And I think for me, like, I had a lot of issues back then. So I know I've said this before. I actually said this at Vintage when we did our, our talk recently at Vintage because um, we both served there. And I think – in hindsight, I look back in that and I'm like, I really feel like that was God protecting me because like he knew, obviously he knows every part of our hearts. And for me, it's like, I think he knew how much and I think he knew how much I needed to grow and, and learn and just mature in some areas. So 
I think protecting myself in that way of not hanging out with guys, not getting close to them was really beneficial for me in the long run. But yeah. Yeah. And it's just uh, really interesting just with us, how we come from very different backgrounds. Um, even just the aspect of, um, you know, we have like, she was very protected, guarded of the opposite sex. And I was very like, I hung out with everybody. Um, but that just comes to show that we're all made differently. And those things aren't necessarily always black and white. Um, now, granted, I don't necessarily always tell people to hang out with people of the opposite sex. Because honestly, in my personal opinion, when I see people, they don't know how to manage those friendships well. I've just unfortunately seen too many things go wrong. But um, anyone who knows me knows that... Um, I am a hybrid of a man and a woman. Oh my um, gosh. That's so funny. <laughs> um, That's not awkward. For me and at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nope. Um, but uh, no, it also is like I'm a, uh, you know, like I, you know, love things that girls like. And, um, yeah. you know, like I could sit here. We were at, I was at a wedding recently. You weren't there because I forgot where you were. But um, I was at a wedding and I was sitting talking with one of my friends who does makeup and, like genuinely interested in learning about makeup because that's just the type of person I am. <laughs> well, you're just a curious person in general. Yeah, that's true. So you just like to know and understand how things work. Yeah, and so maybe that just works well when I have friendship with girls. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. But like it works for me because he really enjoys chick flicks. <clears throat> and <laughs> if any of you watch Gilmore Girls, when we were watching it, he wanted to watch it with me. So <laughs> it was super fun. <laughs> so that's one positive with all this is that. But I'm also yeah. like really good at shopping. When we first went shopping, yeah, it's true. When we were dating, and I took her shopping, I um, I remember we were so we were looking at clothes, and she was grabbing stuff, and I started grabbing a bunch of things off racks and off different places, and she was like, "Oh, I didn't really like that," and I was like, "Just trust me. You got to try it on. Mm-hmm. You got to imagine how it looks on you, not how it looks on the rack." And she ended up leaving with like either all <laughs> or pretty much everything that I picked out for her. Yeah, that's um, funny. So now she's learned, but that's also, I think a product of my mom. She is a, like a nail technician. I grew up like kind of in her salon and kind of, she, you know, had a lot of that kind of stuff, um, yeah. around. So I think naturally kind of just grew interested and kind of knew more about that stuff. So, yeah. yeah. So because <laughs> of that, I, uh, naturally developed friendships with girls. I was just kind of throwing that out there that like, we're so different in that aspect. Um, and we're also different cause I came from like a really crazy, party lifestyle and she was definitely way more sheltered and didn't do any of that stuff so yeah. we're literally like extreme opposites in some of these aspects i'm extreme extrovert um she's not an extreme introvert but she's definitely more introverted with um i'd say like social extrovert tendencies like she, when she's talking she's good but yeah. um she can get drained easier um so yeah so i guess we can just like Fast forward. So, like, we, so yeah, we met in like January 2011. We were friends for like three years. And like during that time, um, I think for both of us, like, because like not only did we, did we see each other vintage every week, but we actually started going to the same Bible study um, as well. And then that Bible study formed into a church. So we saw each other at church every week. So we were seeing each other probably like three to four times a week. Um, Cause even like at that church and that Bible study that we were attending, we were both like considered like leaders, quote unquote. Um, so we were seeing each other a lot. So I think there's like parts in within our friendship where, I mean, I think we saw the good and the bad and the ugly of each other. Um, oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like we saw the good, the bad and the ugly. Um, and it helps that like, I mean, he was interested in me early on, but he got over that, you know, like, 
I don't know how quickly you got over so, it or moved on. The thing to understand is I never not thought she, I never didn't think she was cute and I never didn't think she was like bubbly personality kind of cute that kind of stuff. Um, so those things were always there, right? Like having those draws and like thinking she was cute to be around that kind of stuff. But uh, what did change um, was just when I started to get to know her, she was younger, um, just kind of having some really kind of maybe what I thought were um, really serious, like underlining issues with maybe some of her at the time thought processes, maybe even theologically different things like that. So I kind of actually started to steer away from wanting to actually like date her. Cause like my thought was like, you know, you date because you think you can marry someone. And if I don't think ultimately that I'd want to marry her, why would I even want to date her? Mm -hmm. So I kind of didn't have interest in like being with her anymore. Didn't change the fact that I thought she was adorable and like stuff like that. Um, just to clarify those two. So that kind of happened, but what happened, which is really cool is because we both weren't looking at each other like that throughout our time. We actually really developed a more like a, it's going to sound weird because we're married now, but more of like a sibling type of friendship mm -hmm. um, where I became really protective over her. And I mean, anybody who knows me um, and any girls that have been friends with me know that I'm in general really protective of my friends that are girls. I just, I have always been that way. Um, so I went from really kind of, you know, liking her to really trying to protect her because there was unfortunately just some things that were going on and maybe, um, you know, maybe rumors or not even rumors, but even if there are things that were true, people kind of passing around and I was trying to, you know, kind of step in and trying to be a little bit more protective of that. And, um, I still remember I was talking to a couple of friends one day, um, and I just remember kind of, you know, as much as I was frustrated with some of the things that she was doing, I was um, saying, you know, I understand as a young girl, um, you know, it, it, why she was doing the things she was doing because um, the people in her life that she trusted most were um, actually pushing her towards this thing when they really should have been pulling her away. And, um, and so I remember just saying like, man, like I just really kind of got protective of her um, in that. I remember that was like, a really big moment for me where I kind of really just like flipped things around. And, um, mm -hmm. from that point I became really protective of her, wanted her. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I think for me, like, like girls, you know, this, it's <clears throat> like, and even girls do this too, but it's like when you're interested in somebody, like you start to maybe focus on that person more or treat that person differently or, you know, just like put your focus more on that person. And the thing with Vinny is that like, he is just a generally like with all his friends and the people in his life, like he's just really kind and sweet and protective and does nice things for everybody. So it's like knowing that about him, even at the time, um, you know, I think for me, it's like I picked up on how genuine his love and his care for me was. And and like that's how we kind of like over time, like formed like a really healthy friendship. Um, not, not even looking to date. Like I, I would always call him my big brother, like at the time, like, like this was, you know, after a couple of years of knowing each other, but like he always, cause it's like, he was just there and he was kind and he was sweet and he just gen like genuinely cared about me for me, not because he was interested, not because he liked me, not because he was trying to date me, but just cause like, that's who Vinny is like, and if you guys know him, like you agree, like he's just a really 
like kind, like genuinely, like just genuine hearted individual. Um, so yeah. So just because of all that. And like, for me too, like I, you know, how do I word this? Like throughout my life, like I probably never encountered a man who was like that. Um, somebody who was like so protective of maybe women in general and like stood in the gap and, and defended people and stuff like that. So like for me, like seeing that, um, even like as friends, like I think God really used him to break some walls that were like built in my heart because I never, I never like experienced what it was like to be cared for by a man in just such a healthy way. Um, I guess that's, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I remember one of the first times mm-hmm. you made a, I mean, I should say, I remember for me, it was one of the first times I heard you say this. Obviously you could have been thinking this prior, but we were actually at a, um, we were at an event together with a bunch of people. And I remember this girl was cold and, um, she said she was cold. And I like, just without a hesitation, like asked her if she mm-hmm. wanted my jacket and, um, and I remember leaving and you were just saying like how cool it was to see that even though I had no interest in her, mm-hmm. how quick I was willing to like do that and yeah. how just okay. people in general, especially guys, one of my biggest frustrations with men is that they only, they're only like nice to the girls they like. And that sounds horrible, but like <sighs> men just, you know, you need to start loving to to love in general because uh, in women, you need to pick guys that are like that to everybody because if they're only like that with you, uh, when those feelings fade and things start to go, um, you're going to, you're going to see who they really are. Um, But, you know, and not that everyone has to be to my extreme, but um, you know, but that's just one of the things that's always been big on my heart is in terms of like um, just loving people for them. And uh, it makes it, you know, easier fast forwarding, you know, spoiler alert, but it makes it easier in marriage for me to love her the way I should, because it's just how I love people in general. You, yeah. You treat everybody. You know, I see like, yeah, I see I come first before other people <laughs> <laughs> to an extent, I guess. Okay, so now we're going to transition and we're going to talk about the summer of, uh, what, June 2013, um, where that's kind of when we started to get together. And as we said in the beginning, um, our story is different, unconventional. It's it's unique, to say the least. And for us, like looking back on it, like it's just such a God story for us and how God was just faithful in our lives to bring us together and, um, yeah, so hoping that those details encourage you even um, in your own journey, your own story. Um, but so I'll just like start from my end. So I see we just, you know, talked about how we just became really genuine friends, like just really healthy platonic friendship and relationship where he would treat me like I was his little sister and he was like my big brother. And that's really like how we felt. And I know from my end, like I never saw Vinny is anything more than a brother. And um, I guess for me, like I, in order for more of these details in the story to make sense, I need to open up about something that is really key to the story. Um, So for me, you know, the summer 2013, um, 
as you guys know, like I said earlier, that I really like somebody else. And um, but I didn't just like that person. Um, I thought I was going to marry that person. <laughs> and there's a lot of details that I'm just not going to go into for the sake of time. Um, but to say the least, it was like a big spiritual um, deception on my end um, because of certain things that, you know, Vinny and I have both like have experienced and been through. Um, there has been times in just like my history of following God where um certain scenarios or certain expressions in the faith um, really encourage, you know, maybe holding on to promises that God's given you and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I know that God gives promises. He gives dreams. He gives visions and, you know, for our lives. And he has a plan, a purpose for our lives. Um, But one thing where that can get really dangerous for people is when, um, you know, you start to kind of take what you want to happen in your life and say that God gave it to you as a promise. And that's something that happened to me in my life where I wanted a relationship so bad. Um, I wanted, you know, a boyfriend, a marriage so bad where, you know, that mixed with my past mixed with, um, false teaching that I was believing in mixed with spiritual deception and lies of the enemy. Um, I was living in this deception for three years um, of believing that I was going to marry somebody who I never even dated guys. Like it was bad. So, you know, when we were talking about last, like where Vinny was like always defending me and super kind, like he thought I was like crazy here and there and rightfully so, but like (laughs) he never treated me differently and he was still always there for me. And that was something that was huge, you know, because, because of what I was walking through, um, a lot of people treated me differently and a lot of people ostracized me and, um, you know, looking at it, like I don't hold anybody against that, you know, because my situation was really unique. Um, but there's also so many details that fed into it where, you know, obviously now I'm out of that season. Thank the Lord. But like, um, yeah, so it was just a really long three years of, um, basically walking and and living in that kind of deception. And, um, and there's a lot of people feeding into it. Um, it even started with like people saying like, God told me that you're going to marry so-and-so. Um, so that's why like, you know, for both of us, like we are really big with, doctrine with teaching with teaching the bible correctly and with hearing the voice of god correctly because if you hear the voice of god wrong and you're telling somebody that god told you something on their behalf and if you are wrong like that can do some big damage in people's lives but that's another podcast episode yeah and <laughs> uh, but that's just to give you guys a little background because a lot of i feel like a lot of our story like it doesn't fully make sense without those details so I have to open up about that. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. So, so when I had first found out about that, cause like originally I was interested in, like I said, and then I kind of heard that she like was convinced she was going to marry this guy. And I was definitely off put by that. Cause I was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, cause like, so. <laughs> especially cause the guy didn't want anything to do with her. He was like, you know, so it was a very like, you know, odd situation. Um, so and it's hard to explain like without the, without seeing yeah. what happened, but people who were there understand. So at first I was right there along with people like, Oh my gosh. But then I started to feel burdened. Cause I'm like, dude, this girl was 17, just came back to her faith, just turned 18, you know, meets a guy. And then all these people that she trusts, like, like in terms of just like, um, spiritually trust and stuff are all kind of pushing her in this direction. Like, yeah, God's telling us this is going to happen. And you know, 
And I started to think, I was like, man, if I was, <laughs> if I was a 17 year old girl, <laughs> you know, if I was a 17 year old girl, like, which in general, like young girls in general already get like, um, and I mean, guys can too, but girls can get like stuck on a guy and like really, you know, let alone when you like think it's from God and then the people that you trust the most, instead of telling you like, Hey, get your eyes off this idol. They're pushing you towards that. I'm like, man, no wonder this girl is like stuck. So I really started to get protective of her and I hit a point where I started to kind of really want to defend her. And I, I was trying to explain that earlier without opening up, but since she mentioned it, <laughs> yeah. that kind of helps. Um, so that's kind of really what happened. Doesn't mean that I never got frustrated with some of the things that she did. You know, doesn't mean that I, you know, had those things, but I was still always very protective of her and wanted to see the best for her. Um, so as she said, we're going to fast forward to, um, she said the summer of 2013, I think she said June. I don't know if it was June or July, but either way, it doesn't matter. It was around that time. Um, fast forward. And do you want to start with your side? Yeah. Or you want to start? Okay. yeah, I'll go back. So like for me, um, I had a place in my journey with God. Um, cause like, I always felt like God was like putting on my heart that I would get soon, I would get married sooner rather than later in life. And, um, you know, the past, the, the previous three years of like, you know, I, I gave my life to him, like fully surrendered it, you know, in October of 2010. And then like shortly after that, like a month after afterwards, like that's when I got hit hard with, um, basically this, this ploy from the enemy, you know, who put this, you know, this idea in my head of like that God had you know, this person for me, cause that was like a big distraction in my walk with God. Um, I was still like following Jesus. I still love Jesus with my whole heart, but a lot of my time with God was focused on that. So it was like a really big idol in my life and God, you know, was just so faithful where he put on my heart, um, in the beginning of the summer of 2013 to let it go, to like, let go of the past, let go of everything that I, you know, wanted in a future marriage and, and a husband. And um, he just put it on my heart in such a way where, where I got really nervous. And I was like, God, like, you know, in my mind, I'm, I'm praying and I'm like, God, like, I believe this for three years. Like, how can you ask me to surrender this? But it comes down to trusting him. Like, you know, do I trust him enough to let go of the past and just surrender it to him? And it was confirmed, you know, through people, um, through prayer, through people, you know, even like praying for me and just saying things that God put on their heart to kind of confirm what I was walking through. And um, like, I remember this one situation where this person prayed for me and they didn't know what I was walking through. Um, Cause I don't think they did, <laughs> but they were praying for me and they were just like, you know, just open about like this, like vision that they had on their, you know, in their heart and stuff like that. And just saying that, like, basically like alludes to the fact of like, let go because God has something better. And he didn't just say those words, but like what he was sharing that came to him, like that's what he was saying. And it confirmed, you know, at the time of like what I was going through where I feel like God was like, just like, let it go, let it go. So, you know, through prayer, obviously terrified of like doing that, you know, as a young person um, and not knowing why God was asking me to do that. Um, I did. And Vinny was placed on my heart in such a way where it scared me, <laughs> um, which is like super funny to say. But like, like I said, like I felt like God was like leading me towards marriage. Um, I just got the guy wrong. <laughs> um, but like Vinny was placed in my heart in such a way where the best way I can explain it is that I knew it was God because I knew Melissa didn't want that. And which sounds horrible, but 
you know, like, cause Vin, like he wasn't like my quote unquote type of guy. Like he wasn't the type of person I pictured myself being with. Um, you know, he wasn't the person that like, I thought I was going to end up with, but, um, but Vinny was placed on my heart in such a way where like, I knew it was God because I knew that Melissa would pick somebody else, you know? And, um, I remember like talking to my sister at the time and, she was like encouraging me and just telling me like, Melissa, like you got to get over your past. Like you got to get over, you know, everything that's happened. And I'm like in tears and I'm like talking to my sister, Karen. I'm like, look, Karen, I'm like, what if it's Vinny? Like, what if God like wants me to marry Vinny? And she's like looking at me. She's like, no, she's like, it's not Vinny. And like my sister knew Vinny at the time too. And, um, and I was like, I was like, but like, what if it is? And like, she's talking to me. She's like, well, do you think it is? And I'm like, I don't know, but like, he's on my heart and I'm just scared. I'm crying and blah, blah, blah. Like I was so shaken up by this. And, um, another thing that's like super cool too, which I always like leave out this detail when I tell a story because I never really think about it, but I'm going to share it now because it's on my mind. But months prior to this situation, I had a friend who was like praying and interceding for me and, through the prayer and at the end of the prayer she said to me she's like melissa she's like god's gonna blow your mind this year and i'm like okay <laughs> i'm like i don't know what that means but okay sounds good and when i was surrendering my past to god and Vinny was placed in my heart like that that was that moment of like my mind was so blown about the fact that i felt like i was gonna marry Vinny, that this was what god wanted that I, I just couldn't believe it because as a reminder, like we had such a healthy platonic friendship. Like I just viewed him as my big brother. I never thought of him as a husband, um, even though I told him multiple times that he would make a great husband and, and everything, but I was never interested in that. Um, that was every girl in my life, by the way. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> but jokes on every other girl, because <sighs> even jokes on me because... <laughs> I'm now married to him, but it's the best. God is so good. Um, so anyways, so yeah, so that was like the initial, like God putting on my heart of, of like, Hey, like, like you're going to marry Vinny. And like, and I see like, it was really shaky and I was really uncertain, you know, when it first came to my mind, but like, that was kind of like the initial, like, like thing that happened. Um, do you have anything that you want to interject or should I keep going? I was going to say, you know, of course, God blew her mind because she originally thought she was going to marry like your typical, like tall, dark and handsome man. And then he's like, look, we're going to give you this short, chubby guy. So her <laughs> mind was blown. She was like, wait, what? I'm just kidding. I'm just going. Okay, oh, my continue. gosh. Stop it. I had to throw in some comedic yeah. relief. Yeah, that's really good. Um, anyways. So, oh, man. So, yeah. So I see Vinny was on my heart praying through this, thinking about this, still questioning it and really like just asking and asking God, like, God, like, are you sure? Like, is this really you? So what is really cool um, is that during this time, you know, I had a lot of different like concerns slash reasons for not wanting to marry him. And what is so funny with God is that as I was praying and asking for like clarity on these things, God answered in such huge ways, you know, and the first example is that, um, you know, I was really shallow at the time and I, I was like, God, like he's short. Like I don't want to marry somebody who's short. Um, so stupid. Right. Um, I wasn't, he wasn't fully my type at the time. 
And um, I'm like praying through this. And, you know, my my time with God was spent a lot of times like in my bedroom, like at my parents' house, like obviously before we got married. And I was just locked in my bedroom and I'm praying through this. And in this moment, God really showed me kind of like the shallowness and the ugliness of my heart where he showed me basically like, Melissa, like you're being so superficial. And I cared so much about the outward appearance that I was completely blinded to the fact of who he was as a person in terms of like his heart and his character and how like that's what makes a marriage and that's what makes um, any healthy relationship. It's the heart of the person. And in this moment, I feel like God like was putting on my heart, like saying to me that like, Melissa, like I'm going to give you somebody who's worthy of your heart. And that is the most important thing. And so, you know, obviously praying through this, like that's the stuff that God was putting on my heart. And, you know, I repented. I asked for forgiveness. I'm like, God, like, forgive me for being so shallow. Um, But really, like, you need to help me through this. And this is what's funny. The next time that Vinny and I saw each other, I don't know how many days were in between, like, these prayers of mine and then the next time that we saw each other. But um, it was after church. And Was there a conference, like, the night before? Maybe. You went to that conference. Oh yeah, yeah. And you had like a big thing that night. Right? Yeah, that Sunday. Yeah, that's when like, that person. Yeah, that's when that person prayed for me and like, like laid hands on me and shared like a vision that that God gave them. So that's probably what that whole weekend. Yeah. So okay, so I saw him the next day, and then, um, after church, Vinny and I just get into a conversation, and I don't even know like how we started talking. I don't know why we started talking, but he was venting to me. About how all these girls say he's going to make an amazing husband, but, like, nobody wants to be with him. And, like, once again, like, I was guilty of saying that. I said to him multiple times as we were friends. And then he goes on and he's like, you know, he's like, I'm short. Like, people want to be with a short guy. So, like, literally, like, he's venting to me about all the reasons that I was giving God for not wanting to marry him. And Vinny didn't know what I was praying. He didn't know what was going through my mind. So in that conversation, I'm just standing there and staring at him and just listening. But in my mind, I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, mm-hmm. And I'm like in that moment of like, okay, God, okay. You know, and even after that conversation, like I had some, you know, time alone with the Lord and I was just like, okay, God. Okay, like I hear you. I get it. <laughs> so, and what's even yeah. funnier is like we actually didn't really talk a lot about like I never really had those conversations about other girls or about like stuff like that. So it was actually even yeah, really just the whole placing of the conversation, oh, the gosh. fact that I started bringing stuff up and it was matching up exactly with what like God was putting on her heart. Um, you know, the few days prior, and especially yeah. like I said, she was actually at an event the night before, um, where like that a lot of that really hit her and the next day i'm like for some reason like spewing this out yeah so it seemed really crazy so so now she has this whole thing where she thinks she's um you know she's now being pointed towards me now on a completely side note i'm now being pointed toward her um i really felt like um god was asking me to um soon put my heart on the line for someone um, to really genuinely do it. And actually at the time I thought it was actually someone else. Um, and I was like already prepared to like do that. And when the time came, I really felt like, no, this isn't, this isn't the person. Um, and so I didn't. Um, and what's really crazy is I felt like God was putting Melissa on my heart. And I remember I kept saying, no, 
Like, God, like, she's literally, like, in my words, obsessed with this other person. Like, there's no way that's ever going to happen. Like, you know, like, you you, you got to move on from that, God, because that's not happening. And I was just kind of like, and unless she, like, changes the way she thinks about certain things, like, it would just never work. And, um, and so I remember thinking, like, absolutely not. Like, this is, you know, like... I loved her as a sister at that point. And I don't get me wrong. I thought she was adorable. I thought she was cute, but, and I would have loved for her to be the person that I wanted her to be. Um, and that, I don't mean that in like a, like she needed to conform to something, but like in a healthy space. Cause as she said earlier, there yeah. was some unhealthy Edgy. things. Yeah. So <laughs> that she would be past those things, but I was like, absolutely not. And I remember I was talking to my one friend and I was like, man, I, you know, I really feel like that could be the case. And I was just like torn and I didn't know. And, um, and I actually said, you know what, God, if you want me to even think about this <clears throat> next time I see her, you need to make me see her as a whole new person. Like you need to wipe, like, like wipe the slate clean. Is that the correct phrasing? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so literally next time I saw her, um, I don't know how to explain it, but I just had like, I literally like saw her with different eyes. And I would make excuses because we were actually just starting to get together to do some youth ministry stuff. And I was like, well, you know, like God just wants me to like look at her differently to be able to work better with her and this youth ministry stuff that we're starting. So that's why. So I would like make an excuse um, mm -hmm. because I, I was just like, no, it's not going to happen. Like she's stuck over here and like there's no way she's ever she's ever coming coming over to my island, I guess, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> but, um, you know, so. That was happening while she was going what she was going through. So in the same time frame, it was about like a month and a half-ish. She's going through some stuff. I'm going through some stuff. God's working in my heart. God's working in her heart. And um, he's doing some stuff. So what was really cool is um, she ended up telling me um, after we had this, we had a conversation when I like put my heart on the line for her, uh, we had like a two and a half, three hour conversation. You're jumping forward. Not I'm, not, I'm not going there yet. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. Not All right. Yet. Not All right. Yet. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> We're going to leave you hanging. I'm not allowed to do that. No, not yet. Cause there's something else that's really important. Like the kingdom. Story. That's what I was going to tell. That's oh. really where I was going right now. Oh, okay. That was Go where ahead. I was going. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so that happened when we talked about it when, yeah, sorry. Okay. okay. So I didn't find out about it until later on, but, during this time, it was really cool. Um, it's just awesome how God works in like small ways like this. So she's, I have no idea. She's praying like, God, can this kid lead me? Can he, you know. Um, lead me in a marriage. Yeah. Le yes. And the way can, that you would want him to. Yeah. And, um, you know, like not compromise, not given to like the way you would put it is like given to like your like emotions and things mm -hmm. like that. Right. So we were at the time doing like this. um I guess you can call it a fast. I don't know, you know, if I would necessarily refer to it that, that now, but like the time we called it a fast for our church and we were like doing this, like only fruits and nuts type thing, I think during the day or something. Fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables during, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause okay. Never mind. Yeah. It wasn't fruits and nuts. It was fruits and vegetables. And, uh, so we're like all meeting up at the end of the, you know, at the end of the night. So Kingdom Bound is a huge, um, Christian music festival, people camp and stuff. So we're at a bonfire like that night and we're talking and, um, you know, I'm asking her how it's going and she's like, it's not going good. Like I'm eating Paula's donuts because they have at the kid's tent. <coughs> and I'm like, you're not supposed to be eating Paula's donuts. Like you're supposed to be like standing strong. <laughs> and I was volunteering at the kid's tent, not participating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, although I don't think people would be surprised if they heard the other. 
since I did rob the cradle. But um, oh my God. just kidding. She's only like seven ish, six and a half, seven. Yeah. Um. Anyways, but um. So what was I saying? Okay, so we were at a bonfire, and so she was telling me that, and I was like, "You're not supposed to be doing that. Like, come on." And like, um. And so the next day we were going to at one of the pavilions for like a session about youth ministry together. And I was like, well, I'm going to keep you accountable tomorrow. So we're sitting there and she has like this fruit and nut bar and she's about to eat it. And I'm like, no, 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 you can't eat that. She's like, come on. And I'm like, no, it's fruit and nuts bar. Like it's fruit and nuts. Like, no, we're allowed fruit and vegetables. Like, no. And I remember in the moment before I even addressed it, I remember thinking in my mind, I don't want to be too legalistic. Like, I don't want to be legalistic. It's nuts. It's not the big, you know what I mean? Whatever. But for some reason, I really felt compelled. Like, no, you need to stand your ground and, um, you know, just be strong with this. And I was like, oh, all right, sure. So I was not, did I, not me not knowing, sorry, me not knowing that she was asking for God for like, um, an example of a way like where I would like not compromise and yeah. like, lead her. Like I was, I was asking God to show me if he could lead me in a marriage. So the fact that he stood so strongly on a fruit and nut bar, guys, like it was one of those Lara bars, which I absolutely like, I don't like them at all, but I was desperate and I'm like eating them at the time. Um, And like, he said no to this fruit and nut bar. But what is so funny is like, as he just said, like he felt like God was saying to like stand strong in that. And when he did what God used that situation to show me, Hey, Melissa, he can lead you in a marriage because if he was, saying no to something that was so small you know like obviously like no matter what god asks us to do big or small from our perspective like it's still big to him because obedience is like super obviously it's super important um but like Vinny had no idea that god was using that moment to show me that he was willing to stand on what was true and what was right um regardless of my feelings and my emotions and ladies like as you know as we enter into marriage and relationships like you want a man who's going to stand on truth, stand on the word of God, regardless of your emotions and feelings, because it is their job to lead you in a marriage that's going to glorify God. And it's going to be their job. Obviously, it's our responsibility too, to stand on truth. But like that is the man's job is to lead his wife, um, to lead his family um, towards the word of God and stand on what is true, regardless of feelings, regardless of emotions. So like he was saying, like God was using that moment to confirm to me, like, yes, like he can lead you in a marriage. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So that was like just a really cool story. So now we talking about the car story. No, not yet. Okay. And then another thing, cause like there's more <laughs> prayers that I was praying, you know, like that God was like preparing my heart and confirming and another big thing, like we said this prior, but another thing was that, you know, I didn't hang out with a lot of guys like one-on-one. Um, I always felt like God was asking me to like protect myself in that aspect. And Vinny mentioned it briefly, but we were both chosen to do youth ministry um, at the church that we were going to at, at, a time, at the time. And our pastors at the time wanted one guy, one girl to work together. And they picked Vinny and I. And for me, like my heart was like my desire was to do ministry with whoever my husband was going to be. I always felt like God put that on my heart, which is like super cool. Cause like now this year, like we've had more opportunities to actually do ministry together um, in different ways. So it's just cool how God's so faithful in that aspect. Um, but at the time, like that was a huge desire. So for me, another thing was like the fact that our pastors picked him and I, and like all the stuff was going on at the time, like, 
because like we are going to have to meet up and talk more about like the youth ministry and like what the youth group, like what we want to do with that. So I knew I was like, when we hang out more and we talk about that, I'm going to have to open up my heart more because my passion is ministry. My passion is discipleship. And you get me talking about Jesus, the Bible, discipleship ministry. Like you're going to get to know me at the core of who I am, because like that is what I'm most passionate about. So for us, like having that time together, um, that was another way of God showing me like, no, Melissa, like, this is what I have for you. Um, so it's like super cool. Yeah. And yeah. then, um, so I just went to the car store. <laughs> well, do you have, did, did he like, do you have anything specific on that end? Or was it just like, that was a big thing where it's like, you just saw me in a new light. Was there more? There was a lot of stuff, but honestly, cause you it's can't, been so remember. Many years, can't remember. <laughs> um, well, maybe we'll do a recap uh, another time. But, but yeah, we can just jump forward to the car story. Yeah, I mean, I do remember. Um, feel like there was like some people who kind of like gave me the green light. That was a big deal, and things like that. But honestly, what about the because- wedding, the wedding story. When she had a wedding and like multiple people came up to you and was like, "What about Melissa? What about Melissa?" Yes, people were bringing it up, and I think that was making me um, rethink that. Mm-hmm. And um, but honestly, because it's been so long, mm-hmm. um, and I remember there being lots of stuff, but I don't fully yeah, remember. Yeah, that's that. okay. You're forgiven. The point is, though, is that God was working in both of our hearts separately, um, preparing, basically preparing us for each other. Um, I had an inkling that God was doing stuff in Vinny's heart just because I felt like he was like acting a little bit differently towards me. Um, but I didn't know to the extent of what God was doing. So it's like super cool. And now we can jump into the car story. Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, I really felt like God wanted me to, um, <laughs> God wanted me to lay out my heart, um, to Melissa, um, like legitimately just like put it out there, you know, cause maybe in the past, if I liked someone, it was kind of like half-heartedly out there. Um, or maybe kind of just like, you know, like in conversation, like, yeah, you're someone like I could see myself with, like, you know, like, but not in like this, like, Hey, I want to be with you kind of conversation. Um, and so, uh, when we got done, it was our first meeting for like youth group stuff and we got done meeting and I was dropping her off. Um, I remember, um, I come around and I don't remember if I opened the door, she opened the door. I don't remember that, but I just remember being by the door and she was like coming out of it. I don't even remember if I already hugged her at this point. I don't remember if she was about to hug me. I don't like all this became a blur because I was like super nervous and like freaking out. And all I remember is my hands was one hand, my right hand was on the door while it's open. My left hand was on the top of the car and, and, um, the, um, and she's like blocked in because she's got the car behind her and me in front of her and she's nowhere to go. And I'm just like saying stuff. Words are coming out of my mouth. That's all I know. But the one thing that I remember that I said was I made a comment and I said, there's no one else in this world I'd rather serve more than you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Yeah. And um, and so I remember I just said that. And I remember once that came out of my mouth, I was like, there is no coming back from that. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah. So, <laughs> um, so I threw it out there. And here's what she does to me. Oh, yeah. So I 
told him to wait a few minutes because I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> no lie. I was like, okay, I'm like, can you like hold that thought? So like I run inside, I go to the bathroom and I like pop my head in my sister's room and I'm like, Karen, I'm like, pray for me. She's like, what? I'm like, and I basically alludes to the fact like it's happening. She's like, no. And I'm like, yes. She's like, okay, I'm praying. So like she's starting praying for me and I, I run back outside and then I'm just like, okay, like, can we talk? And, um, we ended up having this conversation about basically everything that we shared with you guys, you know, but obviously in more detail because it was fresh in the moment. But he started sharing everything that God was doing in his heart and how he was, you know, getting his prayers confirmed. And then same with me, like I was sharing about how everything, what God is doing in my heart and how God's confirming my prayers. And um, keep in mind, like another detail was that I felt like, like felt like slash wanted like whoever my husband was going to be to put his heart on the line like that. Um, I just felt like that was something that God was going to lead me to. Um, I was never fully interested in dating. And obviously like with my background and my story, um, it was just like a really different situation. So I always felt like that whoever God had for me, like would just be like, like what Vinny did, like put his heart on the, on the line, like let's skip the dating portion and God, like just show me <laughs> type of thing. And, um, I mean, technically we did date though. We did. Yeah. So but, I don't know what you mean by skipping the dating portion. Well, because we'll get there. Um, <laughs> so anyways, so, so yeah, so we ended up having a two and a half hour conversation about all the details that God was doing, everything that he was leading us to. And the conversation ended with, so we're getting married. <laughs> And that's how that conversation ended. And, um, and for us, like it, like God's hand was in it in such a way where he made it abundantly clear that he wanted us to be together. Um, it, there was no getting around it. There was no getting around the details. There's no getting around how he was leading us, what he was doing. Like he made it so clear to us that he wanted us to together. And, Obviously, like we could have chosen to walk away from that, but I think for both of us, like because God made it so clear, um, I know at least from my my side that if I didn't say yes to this, I felt like I was being disobedient to Him because like He it was so clear, so clear to us, and um, so we ended the conversation with "So we're getting married," and I don't even know what we did after that. I guess we were like, "Okay, talk to you tomorrow." Like yeah. just, <laughs> it was so like awkward. And just to be. <laughs> Just so people understand who are listening, don't know us. We didn't like say, so we're getting married. Hey, we're engaged. And yeah. we're engaged or no, anything. Yeah. We dated. Um, we did date. So. Yeah. Um, and the first few weeks was a little awkward. Cause like for me, like, even though like it was so clear what God was doing, I was still nervous on my end. Um, I think he was more confident than me, but like, I was just a little nervous, shaky. Um, a lot of people found out really fast and I wasn't doing well with the attention of it all. And, um, I, I even just like took a step back and I remember telling him like, okay, like I'm just like a little nervous. I'm really not sure what, what, you know, what's going on. And, um, basically what I need to do, I need to get along with God. And I was like, God, like, if this is you, like, you need to settle my heart on this and like, give me the confidence to walk this out. And I don't remember how many days it was, but, um, I prayed hard and I was like, God, like, if this is you, like, settle my heart, give me peace. And he did. Like, he gave me so much peace. I was so confident. And I remember coming back to Vin. I'm like, okay, like, I'm good. You know, like, let's do this. And, um, yeah. So, yeah, we we dated to marry. We started off as friends. And there wasn't a lot of feelings in the beginning. But 
Yeah, it was definitely interesting. And because I'm more of a natural lover, like in general, like I'm a hugger or whatever, those things, <coughs> those things in general um, were normal for me to do because that's just like mm-hmm. how I am with people. Like I'm a very just like, yeah, I'm just a very like, like physical touch is like one of my love languages. Yeah. So, um, so that aspect came more natural to me. Um, and I think for her, um, it didn't at first one, because it's not how she's like not, not wired the same way, <clears throat> but also, you know, she, we were both going through different things, right? God was working in her heart. Like, Hey, you had this idea of what you were going to marry physically. Here's, yeah. here's what it is. Like removing the, some of the social barriers, uh, or not social, um, <laughs> superficial. <laughs> and, um, and then for me, it was the opposite is like, well, like, okay, here's this like beautiful girl, whatever. But there was some like, um, things like emotionally, spiritually, all that kind of stuff that I was like, uh, and, um, you know, it's just interesting, but here's what's awesome. Flash forward. Um, and like, it's been awesome to see, like, obviously one, I made judgments about Melissa, who she was prior to dating based off of probably how she was the first year, year and a half in our relate in our relationship, because friends, um, but that wasn't who she was anymore. She was growing, she was learning, and it's amazing to see, you know, where she's come and where she is now. It's crazy. It's amazing and it's awesome. Um, and it's just more confirmation of like that we were meant to be together. But then also is she will tell you, and she tells me all the time how handsome I am. Mm-hmm. And so God apparently blinded her. <laughs> She knew it was coming. She started to laugh before I even said it. No, I actually was like oh. laughing because you're so cute. Oh. I love you. Okay. And I wasn't expecting that. Oh, uh, so, but you're like, so you know, so she now, it's not like she looks at me and is like, oh, I'm married to this guy every day. Like no, yeah. people, um, I'm super attracted to you. you know, so that's what, you know, cause she sees the heart. And I think yeah. people forget is that really, I'm a strong believer in that. Like, mm-hmm. yes, physical attraction is good, you know, whatever. But in the end, like the heart is what carries a relationship. Yeah. It's what carries a marriage because- what if something happens to someone and they get disfigured? Or what if like anything, right? Are you attached to to what they looked like or are you attached to who they are? Right. And um that I think that just carries so much different weight. Yeah. Um but yeah, so it's really awesome. And our story is very different. So we're not sitting here saying, like, hey, you know, God needs to point to someone and the same person in a month and a half and blah blah. Like, this is our story. Mm-hmm. Everybody's story is different. We know lots of people with very different stories. They're all awesome stories Mm -hmm. this is just ours we're not saying this is the exact way it needs to be or anything like that we're just sharing our story with you because you know we have the time and we wanted to yeah and i think it's cool like because like for us like walking through this it just shows how god is just not a cookie cutter god um how he works how he moves um and singleness and dating and marriage how he brings people together and just with everything in life whatever he calls us to um, he works in such unique ways and he can be glorified through it all. And, um, you know, for us, like, I know I'll just speak on my side, like, you know, at the time, this was 2013 when we started dating, like didn't fully understand all the reasons of why God had us, you know, start dating. It was really a step of faith for both of us. And, um, but even just, we're going to be married five years this year and, Um, I think he said together, we've been like together seven years. So we're still very early babies in our marriage. Like, you know, by no means are we saying that we've conquered everything and we've, we're experts in marriage because we're not, you know, (laughs) we're just trying to be faithful with the covenant that God has given us. Um, But, you know, even early on, like 
we've learned and just see, of seen like in so many different unique ways of why God has put us together and um, even ways of like how we work together, how we function together. Um, you know, we, we spoke together recently on marriage. Um, we serve together and just even the conversations we have where, you know, for me, it's like I've had some really interesting um, things that I've had to work through even within our marriage. And Vin has been a huge part of the healing process for me. And even just seeing like, God used Vinny in my life to, you know, help me heal and help me, um, you know, just like discover truth and, you know, learn more about scripture and all these different things. Like God has used Vinny in my life in so many different ways. And, um, and even for you, like, you know, obviously we don't know where you guys are, are in life, but like, um, whether you have a story that's similar to us in marriage or whether you're single or whether you, you know, just like dated around and like found your husband that way, like that's awesome too. But just know that like whoever you are with right now and whoever you will be with in the future, like God is sovereign over that. And he has placed you in that marriage for a reason. And, you know, maybe, maybe you even got married as an unbeliever, but now you are following Jesus. Like he is sovereign even over that choice as well. And we just want to encourage you guys that like, I see it's like, I think, you know, for Vinny and I, like we're just following Jesus. We're just trying to honor him best with our marriage. Um, We're loving each other the way the Bible tells us to love. And the Bible teaches us that love is a choice. It's not always a feeling. And, um, you know, if you just follow Jesus, you do what he says, you follow scripture, you make that, um, you know, the, the foundation for your marriage. Um, he will bless you in the midst of that. Um, so yeah, I just want to share that. So do you have any closing thoughts, Ben? Yes. So, um, you obviously have an opportunity if you haven't already to, to listen to the message podcast that she posted, um, a week ago or how long? Uh, It'll be two weeks. Okay. Two weeks ago. However long she posted it. Um, we spoke on marriage. Um, so, but one thing that, um, I want to say to all the men out there is men woo her with who you are not with what you have and women focus on wooing him with the heart on the inside more than the beauty on the outside i just think it's really important that both men and women we learn that we should be um focusing on god first and that should be what we're using to draw people to us um, and that includes our spouse um, not the things that we have, not our looks, none of that stuff. That's all superficial and temporary, but who we are in Jesus and our character should be how we're, um, drawing people to us and how we should be drawn to people and especially our spouses to be, um, that's just kind of where I want to join that. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Cool. This was fun. Cool. Yeah. All right. Later all. Yeah. See you next time. <laughs> I love you. Love you. <laughs>